The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. There hasn't been any great advances in prison rape or space travel. The father of the holy toast. Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson. Uh, guest Charlie Clawson, number one. Yeah. Dave Anthony is back. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, good to see you, Dave. Good Now, to see you. Uh, I thought I'd start with a quiz oh, today. We're straight off the bat. We're going yeah, right we're, into a quiz. Right. Well, okay. uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, firstly, uh, this week uh, Australia started playing in our, our biggest sporting competition we have, which is called the Ashes. Oh, that's oh. Do you know the Ashes? Yeah, no, I, I knew about the Ashes from you guys from right. the last time the Ashes happened. Yeah, the Ashes is didn't our, work out well for you, as I recall. No, and the Ashes is our big focus for people who don't understand what the Ashes are. Mm-hmm. For people who uh, don't listen in basically England or Australia or New Zealand, uh, it's a cricket thing. Yeah. It's a cricket thing. Yeah. Uh, now the Ashes is our traditional match that we play against the English. So, I gotta say, I I feel very. Sad for you right now, right? Why is that? Because I'm not Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I'm going to explain this. So the Ashes is our big competition. Um, it's our most traditional one. Even though there's like a world championship for cricket and there's a yeah. World Cup in one day, every, all everyone really cares about is the fucking Ashes, right? Yeah. And we play for this tiny little urn, and it's a, like I'm holding my fingers up now, but it's, a, it's about as big as. Like your index finger, mm-hmm. this urn. So like it seems like it should be this big. Yeah, it should be a big cup, massive trophy. I mean, it's between countries, right? Yeah. In America, if that was a thing, like the it would take all of the team of people to hold up the shield. Do yes, oh, right? Oh my God, yes. Do they do they take like shots out of it? Do they do anything? No, you can't because it's full of ash. Oh, it's literally full of ash. Yeah. Is there a person in there? Yes. It's been, <laughs> it's been cooked. Yes. <laughs> it's the cremated ashes of Don Bradman. <laughs> Uh, no, it's the ashes of a bale. Well, uh, I mean, this is the legend of the mm. ashes is that it's the ashes of a bale that was burnt after the first two tests between the two countries. They burnt one of the bales uh, off the stumps. None you, of this makes sense. No, you, you just said what you just said was uh, they blah bitty blah <laughs> blah bitty blah with the blah bitty blah. And I gave you the appropriate facial response. You did. <laughs> so uh, the things that you're aiming the ball at mm-hmm. are called the stumps okay. or the wickets. Yep. Uh, and on top of them, uh, they have bales which have to be dislodged to get a wicket. Oh, yeah, you know, okay. if the bale comes off the top. It, so and, and the bales wood? They're wood. Okay. Right. So they made one of those. Uh, yeah. They burnt one of those after the first. Yeah. These days they couldn't do that because they all have cameras in them and stuff like that. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, you could, but it would be... But like, we burnt that. We burnt them. It <laughs> was really expensive. You owe us $60,000. <laughs> so, so, so they burnt it and then they... Picked it up and put it in the, in the cup. In this tiny little... Didn't urn. anybody think, we, hey, we could do shots out of that? There Wasn't there anybody going, hey, you guys... In the future, in, people yeah. want to do shots out of this. <laughs> no one was. Uh, so they That's were... Um, uh, so this has just started. We're playing 10 test matches. Yeah. 
uh, against England, five in Australia, five in in England, and the yeah. English ones just started. Uh, and test match for people who don't know when it comes to cricket are five day matches. Okay. So we've got essentially ten five day matches against the English, and okay. this is our obsession. Yeah. Uh, so I won't go into results or anything because when we're recording this, we, we don't know. But it started this week, and it's the biggest rivalry between Australia and England. Okay. Secondly, you're 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 hoping to go to Melbourne next year for the I Melbourne am, yes. Comedy Festival. Yes. So I know that you're interested in, you know, how will you fit in in Australia? Yes. Will people understand your voice? Yes. You know, will your references work? Yes. So I think uh, I've, already, I've already I've already in what I'm thinking of. I already have an Animal Kingdom reference. Right. So you know. Oh, just so. <laughs> I've already come up with one Australian reference in what I'm writing. Well, that's good, because I yeah. saw um, uh, Ben Mendelsohn from Animal Kingdom at the Whole Foods the other day. Oh, you did? I did. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are all out here now. Yeah. 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 Well, Ben Mendelsohn was in uh, The Dark Knight Rises. Yes, he was. I just, things- I just, again, I'm working out. I turn on the TV. What should I watch? Well, I mean, Batman's on. Right? I just watched it again. And I just saw him dying again. I just watched the last 40... I, I came in the other day yeah. and like, the last 40 minutes was on. And I was like, I'll just... I just... 40 yeah. minutes later. <laughs> like when people say to me, how many times have you seen that movie? I would have to say something like, I'll look 20. I, but I, I would say that like four of those are made up of me just catching bits of it at different right. times. I have to pull down my Shawshank Redemption chart. <laughs> okay, hold on. It's somewhere on here. There's Batman, just a few below. Catching up. One of my favourite things about Australian sport is, particularly in the AFL, uh, in the Australian rules football, if someone is profiled in like the the footy record or whatever, mm-hmm. and they or if they ask them, you know, favourite food, you know, favourite movie, yeah. I would say nine times out of ten, since Shawshank Redemption came out, that's what the movie is. <laughs> like every football, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that's my favourite. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. It's, I play in a sport where we shower naked with other men. That movie's as close to my life as Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> yeah, there's something about that movie. So the Guardian newspaper, uh, yes. like a, a world famous newspaper, the, the, the Guardian. The, the English. Yeah, the yeah. English Guardian. Like one of the, and a, like a, a left-leaning sort of, you know, progressive newspaper. Yes. One of the more famous in the world. NSA breaking. So they did a... Uh, they did a quiz oh. uh, to celebrate the start of the Ashes. Oh, and I thought okay. I could yes. give you this quiz. Lay it on me. Because uh, you can take the Guardian quiz to find out how Australian are you. Oh, okay. Right, so you'll be able to get a sense of how Australian I you are. this is not going to go well. Also, you'll get a sense from this mm-hmm. what the English think of the Australians. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to ever see how American are you from that. Right. Uh, so how many inflatable kangaroos do you own? Right, so the answers are either A, no inflatable kangaroos. None, no. B, one inflatable kangaroo purchases a vaguely ironic sporting souvenir. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or C, absolutely thousands of inflatable kangaroos. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you're then you're a small business owner. Right. Well, that's, this has skewed to people who own inflatable kangaroo shops. Right? You may hate Australians. You might just like fucking yeah. inflatable kangaroos. I feel like... The vast majority of Australians do not own any inflatable kangaroos. And I don't either. Yeah, I reckon. It's, yeah, it's Australians overseas, right? Who buy inflatable kangaroos? And and but no one at home is like, they, what do they do overseas? They look at it and they go, "Oh, I miss home." Yeah, yeah. 
late at night, maybe a spoon with it. <laughs> Remember Thumper, that kind of stuff. Right, you get an inflatable emu, eat spoons on the other side, you're like a yeah. coat of arms. Yeah, I'm scared of kangaroos now because I watched a show about animals attacking a can- there's a crazy kangaroo attacking a family in Australia. It was horrifying. Yeah. Beat the crap out of a lady. Yeah. Yeah, that's not right. No, it's not right. What the fuck, that, what the fuck is his problem? Well, you know what? Have we heard his hot side of the story? Right. They Maybe he was provoked. Yeah, you know what I mean? might have flipped him off. Hey, nice pouch. That kind right. of deal. Making yeah. fun of his tiny hands. Yeah. Giving oh. him some skippy shit. Uh-huh. How about oh, that really? skip? Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. You never know. All right. So how many inflatable kangaroos do you own, Dad? Zero. 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 Okay. That's A. Uh, when traveling to a sporting event, do you? A. Sit quietly, perhaps rearranging the contents of your meticulous pack satchel. Mm-hmm. B, brandish a flag, screech with laughter inexplicably. (laughs) (laughs) And get off at every single stop on the circle line to complain about the price. (laughs) I feel like some of the the prejudice is coming out. I'm I'm the laughter one. Oh, sorry, I haven't even got, I haven't even got to this yet. Oh. Brandish a flag, screech with laughter inexplicably, and get off at every single stop on the circle line to complain about the price of weak, fizzy lager in assorted London pubs. Yeah, that's me. Okay, that's you. So, <laughs> uh, and uh, the C option there was pile in the ute. Oh, come on, guys. All right. What's a ute? You know what a ute is? No. It's a... Why well, should you have utes here? You just must call them something else. Yes. Yeah. okay. It's um, it's a, a workman's vehicle uh-huh. that uh, has an open tray in the back, at the back, as in like it does, you know. So like, it's very hard to explain a Ute. Imagine a station Are you wagon. Talking about a pickup truck. <laughs> <laughs> I think I kind of am. Okay. So it's like, you know, it'd be like a, a normal car at the front, and then yeah. the back's like just a, a tray or a trailer. Oh, oh so an El Camino. Uh, an El Camino? Yeah, that's yeah. That was like our version of a station wagon without the without a top on the back. Oh, okay, right. Okay, yes. Well, that's a U. Yeah, those went out of uh, fad a long time ago, but we have something similar to it. Okay. Uh, when it is when is it appropriate to use the phrase or look? A the first time you catch a sight of a koala bear at Sydney Zoo. Oh, come on, guys! It's stronger zoo, and they're not bears. Um, <laughs> <laughs> B, before answering any question even marginally related to sport, as in, oh, look, we're still backing Philip Hughes to come good in this series. Or C, oh, look. Oh, all right, sure. Fuck what, us. What was the last one? That was just. That was just, oh, look. You just sang it? In general. Or well, the second one. Okay, the second one? I think you're pretty Aussie here, man. Uh. Well, right. I think it sounds like they're just saying that Australians have a context for stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's a good point you make, right? Uh, a ripper. Here we go. A ripper is A, a generic term for geographically specific serial killer, i.e. the Maidstone Ripper. Mm-hmm. B, an inspired moment of Australian sporting prowess. Or C, a bloody ripper. Uh, a. You're going to go with A on yeah. that one? Yeah. All right. Uh, what is Advanced Australia Fair? A, the music they play before sport, not God Save the Queen, the other one. B, an advanced booking corporate hospitality package deal. Or C, the music they play before sport. Is there a D? 
Fans Australia Fair is our national anthem. <laughs> though. It has the it has our our national anthem. You know how your national anthem is God, horrendous. It's actually you know what though. It's it like does. it's a national anthem. Ours is it a is. dirge. Ours, our, Yours our, is inspiring the sounding. You know what? Our after every time someone sings our national anthem, everyone should look at each other and go, "Lighten up." <laughs> relax a little bit I would love to see that at a major sporting event <laughs> you know the Super Bowl someone comes out and sings the national anthem and really does it you yeah. know belts into it yeah. hits every note yeah. fucking bangs out some shit about rampants and just fucking lets loose and, and then, then the announcer just goes whew <laughs> I mean back it off a little I mean take it easy <laughs> You're not winning anything here. The most famous line in the Australian uh, national anthem is that our home is girt by sea. That's our... It's what? Girt by sea. I don't even know what girt means. Uh, yeah, surrounded by. Not many people do know what girt is. No, it's, it's not a term that... No, it's not a common word. People aren't using girt as much as they obviously were so in the old So islands days. are girt by sea. Right. Beyonce was girt by dancers at the Super Bowl. So in your in your national anthem, there's a small lesson of geography using old words. Right. <laughs> or you could just say this jelly is girt by donut. Like anything that is. <laughs> this surprise was girt with Kinder chocolate. Gotcha. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, I didn't answer on that one. Okay. So what would Advance Australia uh, Fair be for you? A. A. All right. Okay. I'm gonna. All right, we'll skip to this last one. Um, how much do you hate the whinging palms? I, as a proud queen, fearing stiff upper lip, starched shirt, Britisher, I only secretly and very quietly hate the whinging palms. B, as a progressive, well-travelled post bloke Aussie, I discreetly but still energetically hate the whinging palms. Or C, leave our bloody flies alone, Jardine. They're the only friends you've got over here. What? What are the whinging palms? <laughs> So, um, POMS is the uh, derogatory term for English people oh, that okay. Australians use. Okay, I'm in. Whinging POMS. Mm -hmm. And it was... Um, POMS... Is it, is it because they um, have a shocking inability to um, show emotion? Well, they do have a... I mean, they're very reserved. I, wa I watched Antiques Roadshow in England. <laughs> right. And I, it was just one of those things that came on for a minute, and then I couldn't stop watching it because they would be like, well, how much did you buy this for? Oh, six pounds. <laughs> uh, well, um, it's worth 12,000 pounds. Oh. <laughs> so I watched a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, they are a... Um a very uh, look, you know, they just keep the, keep it to themselves. That's what I was. And a lot of their stand-up is very like. It's almost like alternative stand-up here, in that you try not to be really enthusiastic and right. show any like I'm having a good time up here. Uh, all I think right. I do quite well in England. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna go. What was the last one on that one? What was the last? Uh, Okay, so the last one was Leave Our Bloody Flies Alone, Jardine. They're the only friends you've got over here, which is a I'm reference gonna, to... I'm going to go with B. Okay, B. All right. Well, Dave, mm -hmm. caution, high levels of Australian detected. There really? You go. Yeah. 
So I have a little bit of something. You got a little bit of Aussie in you. Oh shit. Yeah. I mean, not until I get into a fist fight with a kangaroo. What do you? It's not even a fist fight. It's a a paw fight. A paw fist fight. Oh yeah, because you'd be using fists. Yeah. Not. Or would you be using paws just to make it fair? I mean, I would go paw paw. I don't think there's anything fair. I wouldn't think there's anything fair about it. Based on the show I saw, <laughs> it's a claw paw mess. Like right. They just come at you and they cut and they... How much would you pay? Because, I mean, obviously UFC is really big here at the moment. Like, you know, it seems to be I America's mean, look, sport of the yeah, moment. well, I mean... How much would you we pay? Are, we are legalizing homosexual marriage, so UFC should be popular. How, um, how should we... Um, how much would you pay? Sorry, was what I was going to ask. Uh, to see a UFC fighter fight a kangaroo. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I pay a hundred bucks. Easy, right? Yeah. Easy a hundred yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what the kangaroo would do? What? Fuck that dude up. Oh, fuck him up Like, completely. fuck him up. No, they have... Because some people would be like, well, it's cool to the kangaroo. No, 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 no. Can I, can I ask you a question? How do they... So, they're using their, 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 like, hind legs... Yes. ...to hit. Are they jumping up and kicking and going back down, or do they put one leg down and hit with the other one? Like, how are they... Oh, uh, no, they're fucking... They're triple threats. They're all around. They're just fucking coming at you all directions. So, do they use the little tiny crazy hands, too? Oh, no, just to, <laughs> just to mock you. <laughs> so, if you're in a fight with a... If, if you're in a fight with a kangaroo and you're really fucked up, if it's, like, jumped on your head and it's, like, done everything else, occasionally to humiliate you, they will get their tiny little hands into a tiny little people's elbow. <laughs> <laughs> I assume there's some tail action too. Like, oh yeah, definitely. They're not they're but they're not known as aggressive animals, right? As just once in a while, one goes bug bug fuck crazy. I think they're aggressive if they're provoked. Okay, right. Yeah, otherwise they're fine. So it's like a bear. Yeah, and they're not normally around. Like you can't right. No, I, I didn't see any in Mel Melbourne no. when I was there. No, 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 no. As much as I wanted to. Right. You guys should import them. Been, well, them. they've been priced out of the area. Oh, shit. They used to be <laughs> in the inner city, but then all the hipsters came in, bought up traditional kangaroo land, yeah. because for a while, it was very hipster to live yeah. like a kangaroo. Well, that explains the one they saw down at St. Kilda, who was clearly just laying around in the sand high out of his mind. Right. He'd just given up. Just, yeah. So, um, yes, there you go. That was my quiz. That was my local... Australian reference. It's in Kilda. <laughs> Being high, it's in Kilda. Yeah. That's actually not bad. Yeah. You kind of nailed that. There's nothing uh, better than someone coming in and making a local reference that's completely wrong. What? Oh, was that wrong? No, no, I no, got no, it right. no. Oh, you nailed yeah. it, but I just... Well, know. I had an experience, which was in my act for a while. When I was down there doing stand-up, that was a joke I had. was about getting off the... I got off the bus at the wrong stop, and then the, the next stop down, and then I asked a woman you know how far it was and she was like oh god it's too far and then i kept kept questioning her and i realized it was like two blocks away and she was just on heroin oh so where everything was too far everything is too far when you're on heroin <laughs> that's way why too far. it's way more convenient to become homeless <laughs> because <laughs> there's no going home i am um... <laughs> I always hesitate to tell homeless people stories because, like, most people are homeless and suffering from mental illness, so... Or, or you know, there's a lot of people that just 
they got they lost their job they you know they just they had no one to help them right there they go and and there's not as much of a safety net in our society anymore so it happens but i was going down to the shop the other day and like this homeless guy was having the most fucking full-on argument that like you know when you just see like when you hear it from a little bit away and everyone in the nearby area is all a bit like like fuck yeah just be alert because shit just there's might a, happen. There's a gentleman here like, who has And issues. he's really fucking angry about something. Yeah. And so then I've come around the corner and I've seen who he's arguing with. Yeah. And I couldn't help but just start laughing because he was having this fucking full on argument with a tree. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was so angry with this tree. What, I don't know what, what the they, tree had done, but what were they? Was it? Were they arguing about something specific? Like, well, they weren't arguing. It was one-sided. Well, but the tree. Well, I mean, the tree could not get a word. You in. say that, but maybe trees just talk really slow, right? And in like five hundred years, it'll be like no, right? <laughs> <laughs> so. What was he mad at the tree about? Well, it seemed uh, like, and I look, I didn't linger around to hear the yeah, nuances sure. of the argument, to be honest. Sure. But from the bit that I had uh, uh, picked up, I felt like the tree had said something to someone about this dude. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. And this dude had heard what the tree had like said what, to this Like person. he turned around at one point and was like, What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? How is this your business? Right, yeah. And the tree. Being the dick that the tree is, yeah. just didn't give him anything. No. <laughs> so now it's like a double offense. Like, what, right. you're talking about me and then I confront you? Right. And you're just going to f- f- fucking sit there? I think that was part of it. Yeah. He, was, he was angry. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of that wasn't real. What do you mean? Well, I feel like the tree didn't actually say anything. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, but who are we to know? Right. Like, what, if go- that, what if that guy has the actual insight into the real reality right. which is that all trees talk which would be a horrific existence if all trees talked and you were one of the only people who knew that it'd be horrible because then they'd all be hey can I just talk to you for a minute no one can, no one everyone's pretending like I'm not here right every tree would be you can hear me right yeah I can yeah. hear you but you know hey see that dude over there yeah see that dog that dog yeah. shits on me all okay, the time I can't. could you kill that dog no I can't kill that dog no I can't Go and kill that dog. I, you know what? I got to go talk to a pine. There are people doing st- like, yeah, street gardening or, or he hears this. Oh! <laughs> oh! Seriously? Please stop. That was one of my arms. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the, I mean, Moses talked to a burning bush. So. He did. I mean, who but, am I to. Like, I mean, maybe this was a Monday Moses. Uh, maybe possibly. this was a guy who was getting a message from a tall future, tree. Yeah, future in Santa he, Monica. Did he go down to the beach and part anything? <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> like, here I am mocking him going, the poor fucker, <laughs> having an argument with the tree. He walks immediately down to the beach, parts the ocean. <laughs> oh, oh, never mind. Right. Take it all back. I had a, I had a homeless experience. Oh, okay. I don't, no, actually, it might not have been homeless. And this is something Australians cannot relate to. So we were in we were in Seattle. We were having dinner with our kid, my wife and I, and a guy walks in, and it's it's mostly white people in this restaurant. Mm-hmm. Black guy comes in, forty five. He is 
he looks like almost, he's dressed almost like a guy who stepped off a golf course. Oh, okay. But he's sweating. And, you know, there's something about people when they walk in, you go, something's not right. Right. Like, it was an immediate sense of something's not right. Well, I don't think anyone's ever seen a golfer sweat. <laughs> like, it's not a physical sport in that way. So, immediately that would put you off. No, and there are golfing rules uh, where if you are about to sweat, you can just lay down. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's your caddy the, just lays one of mops the... you down, doesn't <laughs> it? That's... How are you going to sweat? You have another guy carrying your sticks around the course. Seriously. So, he has his hand in his pocket. Okay. And my wife goes, and I look at him, and she goes, that guy's not okay, is he? And I go, nope, something's wrong. And then he stands there for a while, and it's a fairly nice restaurant. Okay. It's in the Fairmont, which is one of the two like five stars in this in the city. So it's it's a nice place. Mm-hmm. And then we watch him, and he walks slowly past me. Never takes his hand out of his pocket, like a sweatshirt sort of pocket. And so it, it, it's his. Uh, he's got his hand in the pocket of a. A sweatshirt, like not, a, not like his a, pants pocket. Not his pants pocket. Okay, that is more sus. I don't know why, but there's something about having your hand in your... Now, yeah, yes, it's right? It's more sus. It is. Right. Now, if you're... Or we're racists. I'm not sure yet. Right. Well, that's a, <laughs> now, if you're an Australian, yes. you're not thinking, shit, this guy could pull out a gun and start shooting everyone in the restaurant. No, we're not, because there's no black people in Australia. <laughs> That was the point you were making, right? <laughs> it. <coughs> Have you seen World War Z? Yes. Okay, so it, it reminded me of that thing where, like, you know, the zombies all pass by the person who's sick. Yes. But, like, there's, there's, a, there's a sense of... Everyone in the restaurant clearly had a sense of something's off here. And so he walked over to the host... And also, there. just for the record... Like and that is a major plot point from World War Z that like you know the the zombies won't attack the people who are diseased. Yes. But I, I, you had to have a fatal disease, right? That was the yes the the kind of terminal construct. Disease. Yeah. Would have been great if it was just like herpes or something. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that one's got gonorrhea. Don't eat that one. <laughs> it's full of syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're like, no, 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 eat me. I don't. I swear to God. Yeah. Um, so you were saying about what was so, it? So he wa- So it's like that thing where they have a sense. Like it was, it was one of those weird things where it was like clearly everyone in the restaurant yeah. is something's kind of. Wrong. Everyone in the restaurant is kind of looking at the corner of their eye going, something's off here. Something's off. And he walks down to the host where the host is. And they're, they're talking. And you can see the host is trying to talk to the guy, but it's not going anywhere. And then the guy kind of takes two steps towards the bathroom, and then he turns back. And But still, he hasn't taken his hand out of his pocket. And I'm like, this guy's got a fucking gun. Right. Like, this is now officially weird. And and I was also thinking, man, I wish we lived in a country where if a guy had his hand in his pocket, I didn't think, hey, this guy's got a gun. No. I mean, <laughs> now that you mention that, like, you're right. It's that terrifying. Never, because... It would never even occur to us because, right. like at worst, he might have a boomerang. 
gorgeous. No one has boomerangs in Australia. That's or a wicket. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what that dude's got in his pocket. Is it the ashes urn? <gasps> there it is. So this goes on, whatever this conversation they're having, and then then the manager comes over yeah. and the host walks away, and then they're talking. And then the guy starts pulling whatever is in his pocket out. And I'm like, here we go, get ready. Yeah. And he pulls out a piece of paper and a quarter and hands it to the manager. And then he's got like a cloth, something wrapped up in a cloth. And I'm like, Jesus, what the fuck is happening here? Like, I'm literally ready to like grab my kid and just run for the door. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden he turns and walks away. And as he walks past our table, he drops what was ever in the cloth. And this large crack pipe goes thunk. And then he keeps walking out the door and he's gone. And I jump up and grab the crack pipe because there's right. kids around. And also, yeah. I just don't think there should be crack pipes on the floor in nice restaurants. Also. I mean, maybe McDonald's. Also, free crack pipe. Right. So. I mean, shit was still up in there. Right. You know oh, right. I mean? Yeah, I smoked it. Yeah, right. So, free crack pipe, a little bit of free crack. A little bit of free crack. So I take it over to the manager and I go, well, he dropped his crack pipe. Yeah. And he goes, that was so weird that I just kept talking to him and he wouldn't respond. He never said a word the whole time and he had his hand in his pocket and I was totally freaking out. Everyone thought they were going to get shot by this guy who walked in sweating, not saying a word with his hand in his pocket. Luckily, it was just a crack addict who dropped his crack pipe. <laughs> so that's, that's, the, <laughs> that's the country I live in. When a guy drops his crack pipe, I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. It's just a crack pipe. <laughs> For a minute, I thought our beautiful evening with our child was going to be spoiled by something. But luckily, it was just a crack addict dropping his crack pipe in this restaurant. Luckily, we do live in this paradise. Everybody stand down. It's just horrible drugs. It's just a crack pipe. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah, but I, I, I guess you're right. I don't... And... Being down here at the beach at um, near Venice, you know, people around the world know that Venice Broadwalk is uh -huh. a, a very famous, and it's there's a lot of like crazy, like homeless yeah, people yes. or hippie people or yeah, kind of a real. Yeah, there seems to be a real spectrum, like from people yeah. who are clearly homeless, homeless, through to sort of drifters and yeah. kind of like backpackers and whatever. And uh -huh. there's a bit of a community down there, and they sleep on the beach. Yes. And it's you know, it's a great homeless flock to places like Florida and Venice Beach because the weather. You right. know, at the end of the day, you're not going to freeze to death. Well, that's... Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be homeless somewhere... Yeah, do it there. Homeless by the beach. Yeah, why not? Why not? I would. Yeah, there's a, um, there's a guy who lives uh, in a little cave area near where my house is at home, right on Sydney Harbour, and... Um, cave area? Like, it's like... So, basically, as you go around the, like, the cliff, you know, there's uh -huh. a little natural cave yeah right but and it's right he's on got a, sydney harbour he's got a spot in and there? he's just like is set he, up is there stuff yeah like he's got like uh he's collected a whole bunch of stuff and it's like you know is his it, bedding's it, all there and is it high enough above the waterline that that's fine yeah, yeah it's above the waterline interesting yeah and he's i mean a, until the big storm comes right right i mean i gotta say one of the first guys, i mean the first guys displaced by by global warming and the rise of the 
Oceans is going to be that He guy. has been starting a lot of petitions. <laughs> of course he has. He's, he was the first person to meet with Al Gore when he came to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> but it probably is like, I mean, the equivalent of, I mean, you know, it's m- m- tens of million dollar real estate. Yeah. Like, you know, that people would be paying for to live in a place. Yeah. Not to live in a cave. Sure. But like... Yeah, and I'm like, well, if you're going to be homeless anyway, that's a good, yeah, it's a good well. place to be homeless. Also, you're like, oh, this is what my ancestors did. Like, it would make it sort of, sort of, it would feel like, yeah, this is how it's supposed to be. Right, I'm supposed to be in a cave. Yeah, and where I can see the Sydney Harbour Bridge and the Opera House, <laughs> and you can kill people and eat them. <laughs> right? Is that did? That's what I would do if I was homeless. If you're really, I would eat people. Yeah, other homeless people or non-homeless people. I would eat non-homeless people. I would. I would. You're eat, going to attract more attention if you eat the non-homeless. Thing. I don't. I would eat um, soft white office dwellers. People who don't move a lot. Don't you yeah. feel like they'd be really fatty though? Like yeah, tasty. I guess the flavors in the fat, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't want some. I don't want some marathon runner. No, but you want it. To, no, you you want um, like you know the wagyu beef human. So you need someone yeah. who's like. Well, because they feed them beer, don't they? So you need someone yes. who likes a drink. Yep. Yeah, who likes a beer. Yeah, and that's nice. And that that marinates them. It's nice. Right. Yeah. Maybe you, you take them down to the beach. You say, oh, can I rub some lotion on you? And maybe it's not lotion. Maybe it's got some tarragon in it. It's got some... <laughs> Wait a minute. What kind Do of... Do I smell like herb butter? What, what kind of person is going for this? <laughs> so I'm a homeless guy and I'm like, hey, how, come on out of your office. Right. I want to I rub some rosemary on you. <laughs> I want to rub a nice rosemary oil sauce. It's not, it, trust me, trust me. And then the guy takes off his suit and then I rub him down and then I hit him with a rock and I cook him in my cave. Like you're supposed to do. Like you're supposed to do. Uh, so uh, America's fascination with guns was in the news this week, Dave, and I thought you'd enjoy, you would enjoy this story. Uh, an Idaho company claims to have created ammunition that would be a defensive deterrent to those who violently act in the name of Islam. So here's what... Okay. (laughs) If if what you're telling me, if I'm hearing this correctly, it sounds like someone has taken werewolf lore (laughs) and applied it to Islamic... Bullets. Yes. Okay. That is exactly what has happened. <laughs> so there was a guy watching an American Werewolf in London, and he was like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Everybody, stop! I have an idea." So when Islam rises, here's what we're going to do: mm. we're going to shoot them, yeah, with bullets, uh-huh. coated in pork-infused paint. Okay. <laughs> don't okay it it's not like garlic it it's it doesn't actually harm them they just don't eat pork right also guess what i i don't think the quran uh prevents like you know you like you can't get into paradise if someone shoots you with a bullet that had some bacon rubbed on it oh shit you're fucked now good luck getting to heaven i'm sorry uh muhammad what is that hole there? <laughs> um, I was shot. Can I smell that? <laughs> oh, uh, I'm gonna need you to head to the other stairway. 
I love the idea of this genius from Idaho who thinks that yeah. people who follow Islam yeah. are impervious to bullets ordinarily. Well, it's, it's no different than if someone coated a bullet in mayonnaise and shot me. Right. I just don't eat it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I it's, mean, thousands of lactose intolerant people have been killed in war. I mean, it's essentially the equivalent of rubbing kryptonite on a fucking bullet and shooting it at Superman. That's what this guy dude seems to think it is. Yeah, yeah. Have you... Uh, we're about to put the drones up and drop some missiles, but have we rubbed them in Canadian bacon? Have we thought about... First of all, oh. quick question. Do you know what people are? Right. And how they work? Because <laughs> I have an idea. Do you have... I know we got a lot of bullets. We got right. a lot of stuff in there. Do you have bacon? Right. Wrap it. What about instead of dipping it in, like pigs in a blanket, like wrap a bullet oh, in bacon, good. tie it up, yep. shoot it. It's beautiful. So you just need a bigger barrel gun that can handle bacon. Why, why are we limiting ourselves to bullets? That's what I've got to ask. Right. Why aren't we just... Why can't we put an intercontinental ballistic missile up the ass of a live pig and shoot that up? <laughs> Like, like, Here, incoming! <laughs> apocalypse now. That's what. <laughs> oh, the apocalypse. Yeah. I mean, the exciting thing about Americans is, yeah. is you can always, even when you think you can't, you can always find a dumber one. Right. Yeah. No, no, a forward-thinking one. Forward-thinking. Yeah. I think well, that. Idaho is particularly. Uh, a place where the scared gather. What do you mean by that? Well, for instance, um, well, it's, it's, it's very white, so they're attracted to that. And then there's a lot of open land up there, and so they feel like they can go up there and build little fortresses and, and have a place where it's just going to be white people being white with other white people. And, for instance, they're... Recently, someone started selling plots of land to something called the Citadel. Okay. The Citadel is a housing development, which is going to have castle walls. And the idea is that each family for $200,000 would buy a plot of land and build a house. And then it will be uh, self-sustaining. Like, they'll make their own food and their... Which is all, which so is all, all, it's like a commune in a castle? Sort of. They're also going to manufacture their own weapons and sell them, and that's how they're going to make money. Right. Well, so that, the idea is that they're... So they're kind of like a biker gang in a castle. <laughs> is that what... <laughs> it's Sons of Anarchy in a castle. Now, this happens every few years. It happened during Clinton when they all got scared that Clinton was in office and now that there's a black man in office they're again terrified and right. then and then if if a Republican gets in office this will all fade away and they'll all forget about it and then a Democrat like if Hillary gets elected I mean they're going right. to build domes right. like they're going to be horrified so it's just a there's an ebb and a flow to it but the, but Idaho is like a, has always been a a place where they like to flock uh, speaking of domes 
I've been uh, enjoying your commentary on the, uh, oh, the Under the Dome, the popular television series Under the Dome. Very, really, an amazing television series. Yeah. Uh, for those who uh, haven't watched any of Under the Dome yet, though, it is playing in Australia at the same. Oh time. yeah, I know a guy. So, a guy <coughs> tweeted me and said, "Please don't, don't spoil anything. Don't spoil Under the Dome. Man. Under the Dome for me. Are they still under the dome? <laughs> don't spoil if they're still under the dome. Because my favorite bit of that show is how they're under a dome." <laughs> I wonder what the dome is. Like that'll be a good mystery to unfold. The dome is actually a great idea. Yeah. Do you know what the actual? Do you know what the Stephen King story is? No, because I've been trying to avoid spoil it. Like, as okay. in, like, no, no, I don't, I don't mind. I don't think they'll ever like, get to it in the TV series. But you think it'll be cancelled before the dome yeah. is? Oh yeah. The, dome, the dome's got no chance. <laughs> uh, it'll get spoiled, and there will be a headline that says "The Dumb." Um, so the idea behind it is, is that this this dome comes down yeah. and no one knows what happened and no one knows why. It's 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 an allegory for the Bush administration and all the policies that he put in place. I, I don't know how or what. I haven't read the book, but the the end of it is, is that basically there's aliens and they're basically like prepubescent boys, and it's no different than putting a jar over an anthill. Oh, so they are just like laughing at all these bugs that they trapped. Yeah, so like everyone thinks doing. it's a big conspiracy, but it's just... Fuck, I like that. That's, That's genius, right? right? I yeah, that. I actually went and bought the book. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll read the book now. <laughs> yeah, so that's genius, but, the, but the, the, the book has no... It seems to have no larger meaning. It's just about people under a dome. Well, that's the thing also, I think the problem with... And, I mean, I don't know how long this book is, but I've always felt like... Um, the the things that have been more successful of Stephen King's that have been adapted for television or for movies have been his short stories. Yes. Because when he writes a book book, he has so much shit going on. Yeah, a lot of shit. That like, I mean, I think part of the problem with the television show is when they're like, you go, fuck, there's a lot going on under this dome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, the dome is in a particularly exciting area. Well, the dome starts with a murder. Right. Like, that's, the opening shot is a guy burying another guy out in the in the forest and you're like it's about a dome why are you why are we watching a murder mystery right yeah so they don't know what they're doing really right so it's like I just like the idea that if it caught on every show would be under a dome oh my god they CSI under, under a dome, a dome. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be great if they had five nights a week of yeah. diff- the White House under, under a, a dome. dome yeah I saw uh, White House down okay I talked to someone who said it's basically Die Hard in the White House. You know what it is? It is. Like almost to a T. And there was an interesting thing. Like halfway through the movie, I had that exact same thought. I was like, because yeah. the whole time I go, I'm quite enjoying this. Yeah. And I'm like, why? And I'm like, oh, it's fucking Die Hard at the White House. <laughs> why couldn't they have just made Die Hard at the White House? I hear it's good. People said they like it. I mean, the, it's the not- trailer looks ins- like re- like it looks like you have to like take your brain out and put it in your car and then go into the movie theater. You really don't. You don't. It's here's my my complaint about the movie. It's neither dumb enough to be you know wonderfully dumb, yeah, or quite good enough to be good like Die Hard was good. Okay. Yeah. It unfortunately feels just like, but it feels like a very old fashioned movie, and I quite right. like that. Yeah. Okay. Like you sit there and you're just kind of enjoyable and. Like, you know that none of it's really meant to fucking make any sense. And, right. Like, you know, there's no sort of pretense that... Like, you know, Jamie Foxx is really an American movie president, not right. like... A, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely not a real president. No. no. 
It's it, yeah. It's if you want, if you're gonna do that, you'd have Morgan Freeman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and you know, so it's got all that sort of stuff to it. But I, the whole time, I was really just thinking, why didn't they make the latest Die Hard movie, Die Hard in the White House? Because I right. think that would have been yeah. Like if you wanted to revive that, that you know, yeah. John McClane's at the White House for some reason, you and know, shit goes same down. sort of thing. Shit goes down. Yeah. Same movie. Yeah. But Die Hard in the White House. Yeah. Don't tell me that people wouldn't have seen that. People would have seen that. Are they making another Die Hard? Well, they just they just made that Die Hard. Did you like that one? No. I, I like the idea behind it. I like the idea of someone taking over computers. Right. So, oh no, that was the... Wasn't that the one before? Oh shit, no, I missed one. I missed the <laughs> Russian... Oh damn it, I didn't see that Yippee one. Yippee-ki-yay, Mother Russia. The Die Hard... <laughs> That's the... That was the best bit of the whole film. And that wasn't actually in the film. Um, so yeah, I I I I guess my brain would tell like that one never happened. Yeah, there's um much like the first Iraq War. <laughs> <laughs> People going to the second Iraq War like, well, I understand this war if I haven't seen like, is this an origin story? Is this like a you gritty reboot? You or? don't have to watch. Look, you're gonna get a few of the inside jokes yeah. in the second Iraq War. <laughs> But you don't have to have seen the yeah. first Iraq War to get the second Iraq War. Like, it totally makes sense independently. But there's, you know, the father-son stuff, which you might not. There's definitely some levels to it that you would enjoy more. Yeah. I love the idea of at the end of the first war, there's like a scene like in The Fast and the Furious. Where just <laughs> Saddam, after the credits, just like, uh, I'll be back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it wasn't... Um, it wasn't a bad film. Like, you know, I've heard that right. um, Pacific Rim, and I'm going to see Pacific Rim this week because uh, I'm going to do the comedy film nerds uh, podcast. I'm oh, going to yeah. talk about Pacific okay. Rim. So yeah. it gives me uh, an excuse to go and see of course. Uh, a movie with the tagline uh, to fight monsters. We created monsters. Yeah. Can't, well, can't think go about and say it. that. Think about it. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, how right? are we going to fight monsters? We have monsters of our own. Who who has fought monsters and won without creating monsters? Monsters. Uh, none, I say. None. <laughs> Absolutely. Didn't none. we learn anything from the Japanese? Right. Do they just We tried our pork covered bullets. Nope. Did not did not Here's make a difference thing. on the monsters. Monsters don't give a shit about pork products. No. They don't fucking care. Um it is I thought, well, that's a really nice idea. Like, you know, because it's kind of when you read that tagline, you think I can imagine the political parallels. I mean, yeah. that's what the Cold War hopefully, is. It's hopefully. an arms race. The yeah. idea of, but I'm hearing that that isn't. That's I'm not hearing the case. it's terrible. It's ju- oh, really? Yeah, interesting. I hear that Patton posted on his Facebook page this whole thing about the dialogue and how stunningly awful it is. Yeah, you know, I can't. It's very hard for me to watch Idris Elba in another movie where he doesn't get to actually act. Right. Um, but I heard. A while back from a guy who worked on the graphics that it was horrifyingly bad that they had a big screening with all the guys working on stuff like that and afterwards no one could look what's his name in the eyes Guillermo Guillermo del Toro del Toro yeah Uh, I have a friend who knows Idris uh, quite well really and uh, When when are the four of us getting coffee well, <laughs> <laughs> he's the English Gosling. 
<laughs> Apparently, he's just an awesome cat too. Mm. So this is what this is what See, I'm about to tell you. Just like Gosling. Yeah. So my friend was like, uh, he went round to his house one night, and they were like, you know, smoking weed and listening oh, to hip hop and having a cool really? time. And yeah, apparently he's yeah, just of a course. really, of course, he really is. nice guy. Yeah. So well, fuck me. How how am I not in his inner circle? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done that with like a celebrity where and it makes absolutely no sense but you like you when you see someone uh like you know in a movie or on a tv show or whatever you just go like you know if we knew each other i think we would like be good friends we would get on well i mean look for a while gosling and i worked out of the same gym oh really uh yeah the ymca in hollywood so I'm on Gosling, Ryan Gosling. God, he's he just right? he just does Every everything right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm 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 on the I'm on the treadmill and I'm running, and I look up and who's swiping his card and going through the thing? It's fucking Ryan Gosling. And all I think in my head is, well, of course we work out at the same gym. Of course, of course we work out at the cool gym that's yeah. gritty and someone can get murdered anytime. And also, you get in shape. Of right. course. Yeah, although I, I need to point out that Gosling is working out there because he's a cool guy and he doesn't mind hanging out with... The pe- the commons. The common. Yeah. Which, and which he you are the common. common. <laughs> <laughs> You're the reason he's cool. Yeah. You are the reason he's cool. Yes. Do you ever, do you ever watch the show Justified? Oh, I know the show. I've not seen it. You Tim- should watch Timothy it. Oliphant. Right? You should, because Timothy Oliphant is television's Ryan Gosling. And he has a dad who's crazy on the show. I love that. So Idris is the English Ryan Gosling. <laughs> you know what? Label your Gosling right. now for each area. Yeah. What Gosling are you? <laughs> Take my Facebook fan page quiz. What type of Ryan Gosling are you? And look, you can send me, uh, you can say, is this person, this area's Gosling? And I'll tell you yes or no. (laughs) (laughs) Who is comedy's Gosling? Oh, Jesus. There you go. That's a challenge. That's a tough one because you got to be, you got to be a man. Uh You'd have to be funny, right? Right. And you have to be a little bit tough. Yeah. It might be Bill Burr. Yeah. All right. I'm happy to, that's not. It might be. I don't want to say for sure. I reckon it has to be someone that women feel really strongly about their work as well. But I think that women, I think Gosling's a guy thing. He's both. Bradley Cooper is a women thing. Bradley Cooper's a women get it, men don't get it thing. Yeah. Right? Gosling crosses over. Yeah, but there are women that don't get Gosling. And those women like Ryan Reynolds. Right. As I like to call half gosling. Right. He's the poor man's wrong gosling. <laughs> He's your discount gosling. He's your I can't believe it's not gosling. <laughs> hey guys, uh you guys got some gosling? <laughs> no, we're all out of gosling. But we do have a shitload of Ryan Reynolds. We got oh. Mm-hmm. Um I wasn't really looking for Reynolds. I was just looking for some gosling. Uh I watched the preview when I went to the movies the other night for R.I.P.D. Oh, oh. Rest in peace department. I mean, how many things can you fit that are bad into a trailer? 
the weirdest thing of all, and I'm sure I'm not the only person who's made this observation because it's so fucking obvious. Men in Black. It's Men in Black. Yeah. It's like they've made Men in Black 4. But a bad and they've version. just... Right? Right. It looks... It's just insane. So uh, apparently Ryan Reynolds is also the poor man's Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just... He, it's the exact same movie. It is the exact same the movie. The exact same movie. W- with an annoying character. Yeah. Like, I love... I mean... I mean, the dude abides. Like... Oh, I, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, but... He's a great actor, but in that movie, that character that he's doing just looks laughably insane. It's like a crazy Western... And, he's doing, and here's the other thing. So, in the movie... They're these two, they're dead guys, but because they're dead and they're keeping the, they're keeping the demons from coming back. They're the two greatest lawmen of all time. Right. Yeah. Teamed up together in a partnership to... Stop the... Stop the characters from Men in Black. (laughs) 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 That's the first training thing they do. They say, firstly, uh, watch these Men in Black movies. Yeah. So... So they're, they're two old lawmen, or whatever lawmen, who are now dead, who are trying to keep demons from, or whatever they are, the soulless from inhabiting the earth. And, and then they go, so how do we, this is the, with all the fucking shit in the movie, they go, so how do people not recognize us? And, and he goes, well, we look different. Yeah. And then Ryan Reynolds is an old Asian guy. Yeah. And then Crazy Old Lawman is a hot chick. Ah. And every time I see that, I go, well, if you're an old dude, why the fuck would you want to be a hot chick? Right. Why would I, why would I want to be a hot... Well, I, I didn't imagine, change my sexuality. I I'm imagine not... there would be a whole bunch of um, uh, outtakes of him just home in front of a mirror masturbating. <laughs> Oh, those are horrible outtakes. I um, it is weird, isn't it? Because he well, couldn't have like a, a romance or anything. Or no, and th- and then that means that old dudes are always hitting on you. Yeah. Or creepy guys. You know, everybody's hitting on you, and you're maybe you're like a fifty year old. Maybe that's what he's into. Maybe, maybe he was maybe, like, yeah. God, hook me hey, up. You know what? Let's what do I this. always wanted was creepy old guys hitting on me. Because yeah. I'm a creepy old guy. I'm a, so I would like more of that. I'd like more of or that. Just some of it. Could you please make me a hot young woman? And sting me with a half gosling. <laughs> and then Gos- and then uh, Ryan Reynolds said, I really like elderly Asian women. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any half goslings on this season of True Blood? Oh, so... I mean... You're watching it, right? I am watching it. And I'm enjoying it. Okay. I'm both watching and enjoying it. Uh, I'm enjoying Rutger uh, uh-huh. Um, kind of playing a mad old, uh, you know, character. That's yeah, good. It's a great cast. Um, uh, and uh, I mean, Skarsgård. He's Skarsgård's not half Gosling. Skarsgård's like your. He's your vampire Gosling. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Um. No, no, I think that's pretty. It, yeah, it's reasonable quality on your true yeah. blood. I think. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, Gosling could come in and do... Because I, I thought True Blood, like, the last couple of seasons were not 
Christ. No, jump the unicorn. <laughs> it jumped the shark, which was actually the bar owner who's a shapeshifter who happened to be a shark. He'd made a terrible decision for what was essentially uh, a landlocked area. Horrible decision. <laughs> Like, when you see a man turn into a shark and then just flop around on a barroom floor, it's just not good television. Hey, <laughs> uh, speaking of sharks, um, they've banned the sale in uh, California of shark fin soup. Oh, now, yeah. Uh, which uh, is a good thing because, uh, you know, that basically, if people don't know the way that they, they just basically cut off. The fin. The fin. And then, and then throw the in. sharks back yeah. into the ocean to die. Some would describe that as a waste. <laughs> waste of perfectly good shark. You can eat the shit out of that shark. Yeah. That is like 400 kilos of flake. Yeah. Um, they, I was reading articles about it this week. And this is the thing that I found amazing about it is that shark fin soup is essentially tasteless. What? Yeah. So is it just for like the mythical that it, really that's properties. what's been happening is oh, it was geez. meant to be like a symbol of like you know power and virility or oh, something fuck off. and so whatever flavor you actually taste in shark fin soup is normally like vegetable stock or chicken stock or whatever that they've added to make it taste like something <laughs> so, so for years stupid that people, they have just been killing sharks to dip something in your soup that tastes like nothing Jesus, that's just amazing. What I'm saying is we're horrible human beings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And no. I hope we're all under a dome. We are complete. If aliens came down, that reason alone would be enough to go, yeah, wipe us out. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. We got you. You mean yeah. you were killing this beautiful animal of the ocean and then throwing it back in the well, ocean to I mean, die? I don't know if we're going to call it beautiful. Shark, man. Shark's a beautiful animal. I don't, I don't know if I'd use the term beautiful. Sharks are smart, man. Sharks are smart. Sharks are a incredibly uh, well. Well, what's a, what's the where? <clears throat> they're a, an amazingly constructed animal, right? I would not call them beautiful. I, I was let's what, say beautiful for things that have colors and and maybe um, fluffy things coming off them. I <laughs> like Ryan Gosling. Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> the dolphin is the gosling of the sea. The shark really is, is not. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing about it. Yeah, because the dolphin most of the time is like, hey, I'm a dolphin. Look at yeah. me. I'm cute. I got a blowhole. Yeah. I'll, I'll just hang out. But you know, when shit goes down, here's what a dolphin can do fight off a shark. Fight off a shark. Just yeah. like gosling. Although I would say this dolphins might not be a gosling because dolphins are rapists. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Gosling does not rape. I think you'll find they're alleged rapists. Okay. Fair so, some of the dolphins has not been proven in a court of law, right? Yeah, so, and some of the dolphins are just doing rape jokes at dolphin comedy clubs. <laughs> so, uh, I was watching. Uh, I saw a shark attack on television the other night. Was this on a show, or did this just come on your television? <laughs> <laughs> it was random. In the show. I was watching uh, Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen. Oh, oh interesting. <laughs> and then a shark came in. In the yeah. middle. Well, that'll happen. Uh, no, it was um, it was a hillbilly being interviewed about um, a shark he'd caught. Oh, okay. So it's like one of those things where he was yeah. holding the shark and posing with the, the shark, and then the shark just bit him. What? Camera. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking amazing. It was great. And where did he get bit? On the chest. Oh, that's... So he had like a... Oh. So he had like a naked top. So he's yeah. holding like... 
the shark's only like, I guess, a meter or whatever, but he's yeah. like holding it in his hands, like yeah. being all boastful. Check out what I got. Yeah, I got a shark. Yeah. And the oh, shark's really? Like, I have nature. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But what, it, what was the, did, did it, was it like really... I fucked him up. Got him. But it was on a show, and please, I wasn't actually watching this show. Were you you watching Shark But I was watching this show. Uh, No, it was a show called Bloopers. Right, yeah, so it was one of those... That's quite a blooper. (laughs) (laughs) And it was about a guy who travels back in time to erase TV bloopers. But the original pitch for Blooper, Blooper, um, it was hosted by, and this is what caught my eye and why I was actually watching it, uh, because I was just interested in how the mighty have fallen. Uh, you know, at the moment, oh, despite yeah. despite what we thought of The Man of Steel, mm-hmm. it's it's done great. Worldwide yeah. blockbuster business. They'll definitely make sequels. Sure. It's going to be huge. Yeah. And I thought, well, what's happening to former Superman? Yeah. Dean Cain. Yeah. Well, Dean Cain has gone from Superman to Blooperman because yeah. Dean Cain's bloopers. That's what he does now. He yeah. hosts the bloopers. Oh, man. That's brutal. And you can see yeah. there's just like this look in his eye of like, what went wrong? Hey, I, I was, was Superman. Superman. Hey, you guys. Hey, that's how he ends every show. That's yeah. his outline. Hey, guys, I was Superman. I was Superman. And Don't forget t- that I was Superman. The tear rolls down his cheek. And now I'm cut- wearing chinos on television. <laughs> chinos. Chinos. <laughs> He was Superman. But you know what? I'll give him credit for for at least going, okay, this is what it is. Oh, yeah. This no. is... Because there's Kane a lot can... of guys that don't, can't do that. Right. And they can't. And then they're selling electronic then cigarettes guys like Dane, on beaches. Then there's guys like Dean Kane who are like, Dean Kane's got to pay some bills. Yeah. Dean Kane's got to... You know, that Lois and Clark syndication money doesn't it's not pay for private education no, for my children. Not. That's not, no, so good. Yeah. I mean... You know what a Superman really is? Someone who works for a living for his <laughs> That's what a Superman really is. Uh, Dave Anthony, your album is called Shame Chamber. If people yeah. buy that album, particularly Australian people, but just people all over the world, uh, but if Australian people buy it and it stays up the top of the Australian charts, it's more likely that you'll get to come out to Australia and tell your jokes at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. So please, people, uh, get onto that. Uh, people can find you at Dave Anthony on Twitter, mm. your podcast, The Dollop, and also, of course, Walking the Room. Yeah. Anything else you want to plug? Mm, I can't think of anything. That's about it. Uh, Anybody have a writing job they can give me? Oh, well. <laughs> we've stopped doing plugs at the end and we're just begging for work now? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, if there's anyone out there who has a writing job, <laughs> uh, Also, uh, if I could give a, uh, some shout out to some dates I'm doing. Uh, Washington, D.C., I will uh, put the dates on my Twitter. Oh, nice. Um, That's or- supposed to be a great club. The Improv? Uh, I'm not sure. Awkward. I will put the dates on my... Awkward. <laughs> I don't think there's another club out there. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, probably then. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, I am uh, going back to Australia to do shows. I have Sydney shows, Perth shows, and Canberra shows on sale at the moment. I'm only doing a couple of really big shows in each of those towns rather than a long run because of timing with the election and some TV things. Did so, they name an election date? No, they haven't named one yet. October so 19th. That's why yeah. all my fucking dates are fucked because I oh, can't. You can't make plans. I can't put in a long run of like eight weeks or nine weeks at the comedy store because of that's the fucked up. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? It's actually really. It's turned into a real positive. Okay. The reason I do all those dates at the Sydney Comedy Store is just because I'm in Sydney normally, and I like to just get up regularly. Yeah. Um, but what it means that I don't get to do 
in Sydney is play some really big shows in some of those amazing rooms they have there yeah. because of that. Right. And so the audience kind of misses out on, you don't get that big experience like, you know, people in Melbourne do where like, you know, right. there's a banner and it's a show and there's a support and I yeah. can do more than 60 minutes because, right. you know, when I'm playing the store, I have to get it done so they can do their second show yeah. and stuff. So... I'm not saying that this will necessarily be the thing I do every year, but this year I'm going to play the Enmore Theatre, which is one... I mean, the Rolling Stones played there. Oh, I went awesome. and saw Trevor Noah play there recently, yeah. and I just sat in the audience going, you know what? This is a fucking great place to yeah. do a show. So sure. I'm going to do the Enmore in Sydney. It's going to be absolutely huge. I'll make sure I have a really cool support that people will like as well. So, But I'm only doing a couple of nights, so I would say to people, get in quick for those shows if you want to come and see me in Sydney this year. Uh, Perth as well, Canberra, and there may be some more dates when the election madness settles down and I can yeah. actually concentrate on things. And as well, I want to plug the first live faux fop ever, which will be really? at the LA Podcast Festival. Wow. First ever live faux fop. So uh, if you're in LA around the podcast festival, there's some amazing shows doing the festival like... Oh, uh, Mark Marin. Oh, Marin's doing WTF. Yeah. Oh, great. That's like wow. That's amazing. Greg Fitzsimmons. Uh, I should know. I should be able to rattle them off. That's right? what I thought you might uh, be able Aisha to do. Tyler, Jamie oh, Pardo. Oh, Pardo's doing his. Yeah. yeah oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Go okay. to LAPodfest.com. You see the whole lineup. All right, and I and I'm going to try to rope in um, uh, some of the American. Uh, you know, toe foppers and faux foppers who've been on here. So that would be cool as well. Um, all right. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Oh, Dave, do you have a sign off? Because I, when you're not here, I've got to say, the episodes end badly. Really? Yeah, a lot of the time during the episodes, they've been great. But they end badly because it gets to the point where I just don't know what to say at the end. I feel like I do need a sign off of some kind. And well, yeah, you when you're to, here, you bring it. Well, you need to pick one. I do need to pick one. Fulfend.